a great start. I was completely wrong last week, two weeks ago, apparently. Wow, that's weird as heck. We just finished recording an episode, but actually, you guys heard it two weeks ago. Do you know what that makes me think of? What? How strange time is. Ooh, teasers. Ooh, spoiler alert. Salad tape. (laughs) (laughs) That's staying in. That was funny, wasn't it? (laughs) You spat everywhere. (laughs) You were were so surprised. I don't know why. So I mean, I'm fine. Thanks for telling our audience that, Bronwyn. I very much appreciate it. I was just so surprised by salad. I didn't know how to react. <laughs> um, do you want to do the actual intro now? Yeah, let's do it. Salutations. I'm Sophia's friend, Bronwyn. And I'm Bronwyn's friend, Sophia. And this is Quotes and Anecdotes. Start it! <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys! Hi everyone! <laughs> Sophia's I in a delirious mood. <laughs> I'm fine. Uh huh, totally fine. I was completely wrong when I made the hypothesis two weeks ago. Hypothesis. <laughs> 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 that um, we would go from super delirious to not delirious at all to super delirious again by the end. I'm already gone. Um. <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that wild intro. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to say? I hope your guys' summer is going great. It's July now, which means I'm 16. <gasps> You're not, Sophia. That's not how time works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 16 when everyone's listening to this. Oh, I've been 16 for eight months. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, And you'll be probably in the wilderness doing cool stuff. And you'll right. probably will I be 16? Wait, let me just double check that. Hold on a second. Yeah, you will be. <laughs> okay. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be... I'll be able to drive! That's terrifying. It's really, really strange. <laughs> um, so, hi guys. Happy summer. We hope your July is going well. Right now, it's still June. It's still the summer solstice. It's, it's windy out. So... We got some nice ambience again this week. We're probably gonna have ambience for the whole summer. Get those summer. Congratulations. Vibes. What? Congratulations. <laughs> oh no. It's gonna be a trip. I meant for like, you know, people tend to like the ambiance, but I don't know why it's something to congratulate them on. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so again, we'll see. Last week I think we were pretty close to like 45 minutes or so with our last week's episode, so we'll try to keep it around then. You know, it might be super inconsistent, and that's just how we roll. Yeah, sorry about that everyone, but it's it's going to be a trip recording all five of these episodes. But you know, we got one done, and we survived, and I'm so sorry this chair. We're gonna, I'm going to try to stay very still this time. I can't stay Because still. if I don't... <laughs> Get all the creeks out. Don't break the trays. Sorry, but that was okay. <laughs> I said that so aggressively. But yeah. Um, so, what's your first wordlet? Well, yeah, what's l- your own l- wordlet? Let's, let's do that. So, so my, 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 my first <laughs> wordlet is aphorism, which is a pithy, oh, <laughs> I didn't, a pithy. 
a pithy observation that contains a general truth. <laughs> Are you okay with THs today? He seemed to be having trouble. A pithy observation that contains a general truth, such as, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. And that's an aphorism for you. Um, I made, okay, so what happened? Old computer made a whole list of wordlets. Got rid of the old computer. Well, I didn't get rid of it, but like I got a new computer. Didn't have that whole list of, of wordlets. But then I went back and I found my old wordlets and I texted them to myself. And I have an excess of wordlets and it feels amazing. So yeah, aphorism. I don't know where I got it from. <laughs> I, it was just on the list. Cool. Can I say my wordlet? Go for it. I'm so excited. So this wordlet, I do remember where I got it from. That was not intended to be a bash on the fact that you did not know where your wordlet was from. But I realized as soon as I said it that it sounded like that. Not my intention. My word lit is pobble, which means one who loses or mangles one or more of his or her toes. And I found this yesterday when I was looking at quotes for poetry, which we did, I guess, two weeks ago. I was about to say last week. Um, when I was looking up quotes. <laughs> when I was looking up quotes for poetry. <laughs> I, so my big quote book that my aunt got me for Christmas, which... Again, if you're listening, thank you so much. It's literally been a lifesaver. It's amazing. Um, they have in the back, there's an index of like A to Z, just basically all the words. And then it lists all the quotes that have this word in it. So I looked up, why are you just glaring at me? <laughs> I'm very confused. Um, so I looked up, uh, I went all the way to the back and I found P and was looking for the word poetry so that I could find all the quotes with poetry in them you're really freaking me out i'm trying not to be too silly oh okay i appreciate it um and as i was looking for poetry i came across the word pobble and it's so it's so cute like pobble is it i love it and i did the definition is just ridiculous it kind of goes back to what i was saying yesterday with like english just has the most far-fetched words in the world words for just the most random things and yeah i love it pobble pobble it made me very happy when i found it last night at like my question is how many quotes have the word pobble in them one (laughs) (laughs) there was one (laughs) but i don't know that's very strange well i I appreciate this word um i don't think i'm going to be using it in conversation anytime soon but i'll let you know if i do of course you will you're a pobble i'm I'm not you can't just say that as an insult because it's not true like i haven't my toes are just fine thanks (laughs) okay okay i'm sorry i'm sorry i insinuated anything else jeez (laughs) okay so so would you like to introduce and explain our topic? So our topic this week is a measurement, a, a man-made, a construct, a social construct, a human construct, something that changes the faster you move. When you That's go to black holes, true. time oh. is non-existent. Oh, I said it. Whoopsie, Oops. you spoiled it. This week's word, no, this week's topic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was 
next topic is something um so this thing um you guys all know what it is <laughs> just say the word please I'm this week's you. topic is time <laughs> so time because okay so sophia and i were for some reason we were able to come up with a lot of topics yeah for once which was really nice considering yeah. we have to record five episodes in one day and it, we weren't at a loss i actually suggested this a while ago and you laughed at me you must have phrased it differently from oh absolutely the but, way that the way that you texted it to me was like time as in memories and moving through life and I was like that's lovely I think the way that you phrased it to me before was like I don't even remember the past present and future <laughs> our relationship with it no I mean maybe you made it super scientific and weird but it was just kind of like I don't think we'd have much to talk about about that but with we'll time see. this way like I was thinking about this episode as like passing time and like like yeah like. And because looking back know, on time, I definitely think about this a lot. Forward to time, so me too. I think, yeah, especially on the bus. Do you ever do that? Like when? Well, actually, no. You have, I have a friend on the bus, so. you just get to talk to them. But like for me, the bus is where I just get. This is an anecdote, sort of. But like I just kind of sit there and put my music in, and I look out the window, and I don't do anything else but think and listen to music. So like sometimes the weirdest thoughts pop up. This was a tangent. I'm so sorry. What's your word? So, jeez, my word. Sorry. Okay, I thought, so I prepared some of these episodes very late last night, and then I prepared some of them this morning, and I was in a rush. So, this <laughs> You told me about what happened, but I, seeing it written is just... See, okay, so before you laugh at me, Sophia, my word this week is sentimental because... I'm a sentimental person. Like, I, I, I think about time a lot. I mean, you are, but I am too. I have... My desk is decorated with pictures and postcards of friends and family and time um, in different times. Um, and yeah, it's just something that I like. I like thinking about time. Um, and I'm, I definitely, like, I'm someone who lives in the past, kind of. Like, I'm always thinking about memories and stuff so my word is sentimental because i am um sorry i know i absolutely agree you always hear people say like oh don't live in the past or whatever but i i I, love reminiscing me too i love just going through my camera roll i love looking through my old journals which i'll talk about in anecdotes just like reliving really nice and happy moments in my head it's probably not the best and like maybe, like, should, maybe it's maybe better I to should. live in the present, but at the same time, it's like... Like, it's so lovely. Sometimes it makes me sad, but it's also I know, like... Yeah. I just, I love having pictures of moments that make me happy. So yeah. Something that I love. But yeah, so my word is sentimental. Um, and it means uh, dealing with... Well, in a work of literature, music, or art, the definition that I got was dealings with feelings of tenderness, sadness, or nostalgia. Which I agree with. But then it says typically in an exaggerated and self-indulgent way, which I kind no. of disagree with because I, I don't, don't think so. It's less, I don't really think of it as like self-myself. Like no. I'm, I'm reminiscing about it's things. It's more that like make everything. Yeah, yeah. It's everything besides you. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was a little bit strange, but maybe that's in terms of literature, music, or art. I don't really know. Who knows? Well, would you like to explain, uh, etymology okay so i googled the animal i googled the word and usually a paradigm with the etymology pops up 
didn't pop up. So I googled sentimental etymology paradigm. And I got the etymology of paradigm. Didn't, like, I just copied and pasted it into the document, and I don't really know why. Because I wasn't even looking for a definition, I was just looking for a paradigm. And I just copied the definition, like, the, it wasn't even a paradigm of the word paradigm. It was just, like, a paragraph. And I just copied and pasted it and didn't think. And then I was looking back at it. I was like, hey, wait a second. And Sophia was like, you must keep that. So in case you were wondering, the etymology of the word paradigm comes from Greek paradigma, meaning pattern, example, or sample, from the bird, from the verb, <laughs> from the verb paradigmi, exhibit, represent, expose, expose, and that from para, meaning beside or beyond, and daiknumi, to show, to point out. And rhetoric paradigma is known as a type of proof. Yeah, that made no sense. Um, nope. And I don't really, I can't make myself understand that. But anyways, if you're looking actually for the etymology of the word sentimental, um, it became common in 1749, and it means pertaining to or characterized by sentiment. Um, at first, without pejorative connotations, meaning to have too much sentiment, apt to be swayed by prejudice had emerged by 1793. Still doesn't make any sense, but you know, I just, I couldn't find the definition or the etymology and I kind of gave up. Cool. <laughs> What's your word? My word is infinity, which means limitless or endless in space, extent or size, impossible to measure or calculate. Like boundless, unlimited. Um, yeah, I chose this because like, no matter what happens to us, time is still gonna keep going on and mm -hmm. on, which is super creepy. But like, time has always been a thing before humanity was around, before the world was around, before the Big Bang or whatever. It's just kind of like, and it's still gonna keep going. After it's we... gonna keep on going because it doesn't exist. It's always gonna exist because it doesn't exist. So, because it's not a tangible thing, exactly. because it's yeah. like a construct, it's always gonna be there because it's just, but like, yeah, stuff in general, it's still gonna keep happening. Like, time, time, I guess, is a construct, but like, time is still gonna keep going, yeah, even after we're all yeah, it's weird gone. to think about. It's crazy and kind of freaky, but I also think it's really cool. Like, that's it's very a, existential, that's a, oh, definitely, but like, it's a cool thing, and yeah. I thought it was cool, but yeah, and I think infinity is a pretty good way to describe that. I love that there's a word for limitlessness, like, yeah. You never shouldn't, reach infinity. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, shouldn't there, there probably shouldn't be a word for that because, like, it doesn't infinity, exist. It's just, yeah. it's, it's weird. It's true. Anyways, like, if you're thinking about, so in terms of, like, math, I find infinity really cool because basically, like, you use it to describe, like, like, oh, yeah, like yeah. negative infinity or positive infinity. Maybe it, infinity to infinity. It approaches a number, like, the biggest number possible. It keeps on going. But it never reaches infinity. And the arrows means like it never stops. So it's just in terms of things like for some things like you'll there's no difference between saying something doesn't exist or something approaches infinity because Ooh. it's never gonna reach infinity. Therefore, right. infinity doesn't exist. Yeah, I also love like when you do domain and range, which we That's, learned yeah. a ton about um, this year in algebra. Like there's a difference between when you put parentheses, it means like well when it's bracketed, it means the values. Closed brackets are open brackets yeah we do like parentheses yeah. parentheses versus brackets um and like when it's bracketed it means it reaches like it touches that value but you never put infinity in brackets because it can never reach infinity i don't know it's but just like, like it also always is reaching infinity. it's just cool yeah. it's a cool word i love infinity um 
so in the etymology of infinity, it comes from Latin, um, which combines in, which is not, and finitus, which is finished or finite, mm. to mean infinitus, and then combined with the English word finite to, to mean infinite in late Middle English. But yeah, it's cool. I, I thought it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so time is what we're going to talk about this week. Um, would you, I don't know how many quotes you have. I have the same number as you because I copied you. Okay. I did, I only did so many because mine are super short. Okay, so. Um. Yeah. Um. I, I won't talk very long about them. Okay. Would you like to go first? I would Are love to go first. So, my first quote is, I wish it need not have happened in my time, said Frodo. So do I, said Gandalf, and so do all who live to see such times. But that is not for them to decide, and we have to decide what is to do with the time that is given to us. Now, I don't even know if we've talked about this specific quote, but we've definitely done many other quotes, such as the similar to this one from J.R.R. Tolkien in the Hobbit or Lord of the Rings uh, series. I think that we might not have talked about this one because this is from Lord of the Rings, not the Hobbit. Um, and particularly the part, all we have to do is decide what to do with the time that is given to I us. I love that. Yeah, me too. Um, because that's all that matters. Like Even though time is infinite, there's no... You can't worry about that because... Exactly. You just have the time that you have. have. Yeah. And And it's a matter of what you do with that time that makes, you know, your life valuable and other people's lives valuable. Exactly. No, exactly. And like, and for this particular quote, someone's saying, I wish that this didn't happen in my time. And there's like, yeah, same. But that's not... (laughs) Yeah, same. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I don't know why that made me laugh. Okay, well, Sorry, keep paraphrasing, <laughs> but yeah, same, but that's not for up to us to decide, so right. why don't we just make the most of what we have? Like, I love there's no that. point dwelling on that. Yeah, no, I really like that. Um, so, John Ronald Wool Tolkien was an English writer, poet, philologist, and academic who is best known as the author of the classic high fantasy works The Hobbit, The Lord of the Rings, and The Silmarillion. <laughs> I had no idea what, that his name was John Ronald Rule. I think, just a side tangent, my favorite, um, one of my all-time favorite Instagram posts was someone who said, it's been a horrible, bad, no good week, but it's all worth it to hear my oldest daughter convince my younger daughter that J.R.R. Tolkien's name is, um, is, um, Jolkin, Rolkin, Rolkin, Rolkin. <laughs> And that made me laugh so much. That's amazing. Rolkin, 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 rolkin. I love that. But yeah, so that's a good quote. What's your first quote? My first quote is, but joy is wisdom, time and endless song. Um, and then I, I love, again, infinity, limitlessness. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I don't think I'll talk so much about the joy is wisdom part, although I agree with that. Um, but like time is an endless song. I also love that songs are usually something like a pop, like when you're singing, it usually means, well, that's not true either. Songs can be really sad, which I guess is also part of time. Originally, I, when I was typing this up, I thought like, oh my gosh, songs are usually like these, these happy things. And that's so nice that time is associated with something happy, but songs can be happy, sad, 
angry, like they can encompass a lot of things and emotions. And yeah. so I thought that was, now that I'm thinking about it, like that's pretty cool too. Time encompasses all of that and songs can do that too. Um, they can be like super emotional, super cheerful. They can kind of do it all. Songs are so, songs are yeah. amazing. Also um, like so the fact that, that songs um, usually are like three minute song, right? They end. Mm-hmm. But when you're listening to them, they do feel like they kind of go on for Like, they encapsulate so much in three minutes. Yeah. Um, and even though it says time is an endless song, I still kind of like that, like, even if a song isn't endless, it feels endless. And time feels Definitely. endless. Definitely. I don't know. I love the connection between music, song, and time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, this was said by William Butler Yeats, who was an Irish poet, <laughs> Yeats, <laughs> um, who is an Irish poet and one of the foremost figures of 20th century literature. Cool. So yeah, that's, that's all. Um, I, I wrote at the bottom of my quotes, like, ironically, all of my quotes for time this week are super short. Uh, I get what <laughs> so, you're saying there. But I read um, that and had no clue why that was ironic, and now I get it. <laughs> Um, I was proud of myself for catching that. But yeah, so all of... I probably won't talk for very long about any of my quotes because literally they're all one line. So, yeah. What's your second quote? Books have a unique way of stopping time in a particular moment and saying, let's not forget this. And that's by Dave Eggers. Um, I really like that because I think it's very true. When you're reading a book, you, in some ways, even though you're not like present in this world you kind of are very present in time. Like, you're not thinking about anything else. You're not thinking about the past or the present. You're, you're reflecting and imagining and living I like second by second like, in a book. Like, yeah, exactly. Like you're, living, you're sort of living in another world as you imagine yeah. everything that's happening to these characters. Yeah, it's pretty definitely. Cool. Um, and I just liked it. It was sweet. Um, it was about books. It was cool. Yeah, I um, love that. I don't know if I have anything else to say about it, but I just liked it. <laughs> Um, and Dave Eggers is an American writer, editor, and publisher. He is the husband of writer Vandela Vida, with whom he has two children. He wrote the best-selling memoir, A Heartbreaking Work of Staggering Genius. Wow, geez, that's quite the title. I'm curious as to what that's about. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say my second quote while you look up your people. Okay. Um, so, it's from your favorite dude. Shakespeare. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, it is, come what come may, time and the hour runs through the roughest day. <laughs> and that's her Macbeth. Um, and I just kind of love that because it's like, no matter what happens, no matter, I was about to say something different, but no, it's literally just no matter what happens, um, time's going to keep going on. And Which is both a comfort and also And sad. scary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, it's, it's simultaneously like, if you're having a really bad day, time's still going to go on, and maybe eventually you'll have a happy day, and it's also kind of saying like, well, if you had this really nice moment, time's still going to go on, and eventually yeah. you're not going to be having that moment anymore, which is, so it, it kind of goes both ways. I mostly saw it as a comfort, and then realizing what you just said is just kind of like, because yeah, it's also kind of sad as well. I, I have a bad habit of when something is really amazing and happy. I sometimes get sad because I'm thinking, oh, this will be done in a few, like, hours or whatever. Oh, no. Um, but, and then I'm like, no, you can't think like that. Just enjoy it. But then it's like, I'll be like, oh, no, like, half an hour. And then, like, this is done. But I like it. I like that quote. 
like time. Yeah, I think I think he meant it to be more as a comfort because especially because especially with the addition of the roughest day. Yeah, like he's saying, like even on your bad days, time's gonna keep going on, which mm-hmm. is nice. It's good that Shakespeare was looking out for our. Ful- yeah, no, I was about to say philosophies. What was what's the word? Brains. <laughs> okay, morals. Life's. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just thought processes, I guess. Shakespeare's great. Shakespeare's fun. Who um, is Shakespeare? I'm sure you all know who Shakespeare is, but he was an English poet, playwright, and actor, <laughs> widely regarded as the greatest writer in the English language and the world's greatest dramatist. So my next quote is, time is a created thing. To say, I don't have time, it's like saying, I don't want to. And that's by... Lao Tzu? Mm-hmm. Okay, wasn't sure about My that. dude! We've had a couple of quotes from him. <laughs> yes. Um, I really like this quote, because I actually... I have tried to live like this a bit more, where, like, you always have time. It's not an excuse to say, I don't have time for this. The excuse that you're really using is saying, I'm prioritizing one thing over another. Oh, wow, that's really interesting. Because you, you can... You can always make time for something. Like, you lit- you can always do that. But it's about what, for right or wrong Even reasons, Even when it's, like, 1 a.m., you, you, like, you can go to sleep, but you also can make time for, like, it's a choice. Yes. Yeah. It's sure. every time you choose to do something and use your time, you're making a choice. Um, and I don't know if it's saying, well, maybe to, it's, like, saying I don't want to. Um, and I don't think that's... I think that sounds negative, but I actually don't think it's as negative as it sounds because saying you don't want to do something doesn't necessarily mean like, I don't want to do this because this thing sucks. It might mean I don't want to do this because I have something else that I would rather or I feel like I need to do mm-hmm. um, right now that it, right now at this moment is more important to me. Or like, I don't want to do this because I know that it's not going to be good for me. Yeah, and, and I think maybe there are times where it's like, I don't want to, I don't yeah. feel like it. But... Um, I don't think that it's necessarily negative. I think that it's just important to realize when you say, I don't have time to do this, you're really saying, I have something else I need to be doing. It also makes you feel like you can do a lot more because you're saying, wait a second. Don't be upset. Oh, I can't go to this thing. I can't see these people because I don't have time. Think, I'm prioritizing this one thing over another. Is this truly more important? than this and I think that's I don't know because then I think it allows you to use your time best and I think when you think about it like that you actually it might allow you to change what you do with your time because you might be thinking oh I have to go to the store I don't have so I don't have time to do this other thing that I wanted to do but if you stop and say no I'm prioritizing going to the store over doing this thing with friends hmm maybe I'd rather do this thing with friends and go like it allows you to kind of reassess your decisions, yeah. Yeah, and, like, it's simple, but I just find that a really interesting philosophy. Yeah, it's definitely um, a good thing to live by, I think. Yeah, and I really like that. I, Someone else I remember was talking about this, and I just thought it was really cool. It's about choosing your priorities. It's not about having or not having time, because time technically, like, doesn't exist. We made it up. So, yeah. Um, Lao Tzu, also rendered as Lao Tzu or Lao Tse, was an ancient Chinese philosopher and writer. He is the reputed, reputed author of the Tao Te Ching, the founder of philosoph- philosophical Taoism and a deity in religious Taoism in traditional Chinese religions. 
cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember um, I had a quote from this guy a while ago, and people were like, he was sometimes considered a god by a lot of people in, yeah. in China, which is like, Interesting. If, you've, if you've done something and you're considered a god, like, that's pretty gosh darn cool. But yeah, that was a cool quote. It is a cool quote. I like it. What's your next quote? My next quote is... Oh, oh no. Don't get tired yet. <laughs> no, it's only been two. Um, time, which is the author of authors. Um, I don't know. Another super short one. I kind of love that, like... I don't know. The whole thing with time as a construct is pretty cool. But also, like, without time passing by, nothing... Like, we wouldn't exist humanity wouldn't exist i guess and in that way like philosophers and authors and things like that they also wouldn't be here without the passing of time and with they were given time to think about like i don't know what they wanted to write or how they think up their own philosophies of like how they think life works and without time none of that would have been able to happen which i thought was pretty cool so like it's the author of authors. Yeah. Which is, I, it was I an interesting way of phrasing things. I also think, okay, I don't know if this makes sense, but I kind of think of time as, like, a measurement of change. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think often what writers write about is change, because, like, that's kind of, people's lives are just a series of changes um, and events, and time is just a measurement of change and event. And so the fact that, like, time in that way, like, like quote-unquote, creates moments is what that gives like the substance to authors to write about so it's like it provides the subject matter definitely I, d- I never thought about it that way but that's really true it's very cool i don't know i find that interesting time sure. which is the author's a lot um, and that was said by francis bacon who was an english philosopher and statesman who served as attorney general and as lord chancellor of england his works are credited with developing the scientific method and re- remained influential through the scientific re- revolution. And the reason I included that sentence was because I thought it was cool as heck that someone who was a philosopher also helped invent the scientific method. Mm-hmm. It just kind of proves that you can do both, which I love. You can do anything you put your mind to, Sophia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for the encouragement, oh, your I guess. Passions. <laughs> cool. What's your last quote? Okay, so my last quote is kind of an anecdote. So I'll start out by explaining why. So at camp every morning, we do something called flag raising. So we go to the flagpole, and it's in Canada, so Canadian flag. We sing, oh, Canada. And then after it, so it's like, the whatever, it's done. Then we say, um, this is the salutation to the dawn. Look to this day, for it is life, the very life of life. And, it's, and in its brief course lie all the verities and realities of our existence, the bliss of growth, the glory of action, the splendor of beauty. For yesterday is but a dream, and tomorrow is only a vision. But today well lived makes every yesterday a dream of happiness, and every tomorrow a vision of hope. Look well, therefore, to this day, such is the salutation to the dawn. That's so cool! Yeah, and I said it every morning for a month for, like, six years, so I have it fully memorized. Um, but... It's an interesting, it's called the salutation to the dawn. Um, and it's just a nice way to start the day because it's very positive um, and kind of a profound uh, statement to make that I really like. Um, 
And Aww. in particular, the part that I wanted to talk about. I love this. <laughs> Yesterday <laughs> is a dream of happiness. That's wonderful. Yeah. But so the so the particular part that I wanted to talk about was for yesterday is but a dream and tomorrow is only a vision. But today well lived makes every yesterday a dream of happiness and every tomorrow a vision of hope. Because it's kind of talking about like the present, the past, the future. Yesterday it doesn't exist anymore. It's gone. It's just something in our memories. And tomorrow we have no idea what's going to happen. That doesn't exist either. But we have today and if we live today well, then the past is beautiful and we have something to look forward to tomorrow. Um, and so it's just very sweet and it's very positive. It's um, a really nice message. Um, That's so much better than standing up and saying the Pledge of Allegiance in the morning. I know. That's wonderful. Because even though it's like, it might sound a little bit strange to have a group of people just reciting a paragraph from memory, when it's a message like this, which, which isn't about like, I don't know, like, not to get political, but, like, not, like, about a country or not about a specific set of beliefs. This is just about positivity. And I think that's really sweet. Um, I, re- yeah. I totally agree. That's wonderful. And that was, I, when I was looking this up, I was like, huh, I wonder who said that. Because, like, I never knew, we never talked about who said that. But it's from Kalidasa who was a classical Sanskrit writer, widely regarded as the greatest poet and dramatist in the Sanskrit language of India. His plays and poetry are primarily based on the Vedas, the uh, Ramayana, the Mahabharata, and the Puranas. Much about his life is unknown, only what can be inferred from his poetry and plays. So very, very old um, like passage, which I didn't realize. Mm. Um, but yeah, it sounds very wise. I just like it in terms of just thinking about the past, present, and future. It's um, a really nice way of looking at time. Yeah, because instead of being like swept up in, oh no, I don't know what's going to happen next, it's like embracing that you don't know and living in the moment so that you can make the past, present, and future the best as possible. Definitely. But yeah. And what's your last quote? My last quote is also a super simple one, um, and I'm not really going to talk about it for too long because we should probably get to anecdotes, but it is just time eases all things. And that was said by Sophocles, who is one of the three ancient Greek tragedians, 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 whose plays have survived. His first plays were written later than or contemporary with those of Aeschylus, and earlier than or contemporary with those of Euripides. Aeschylus. Um, yeah I don't know it's also another just observation of how time works which is like after if I mean if you've had like a really rough day or week or whatever after more time passes and you go farther and farther away from that event it it's a lot easier on you and like your mind and just kind of I don't know the way that you think about things which is something that's interesting about time and like I'm Mm -hmm. not sure if Anything else can be regarded like that, but I don't know. It's just another interesting way of looking at how time works. Which that was cool. It's very cool. I thought that was very neat. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I really have to say about that one. Um, do you want to start talking about your anecdotes? Yeah. So the first one I have is like family and like videos, home videos. Um, home videos are great. They're amazing. They're so funny to look back on. So we had one of my oldest brother and sister, who are like five and seven years older than me, were babies. 
Um, my parents had like a video camera and they would film them. By the time me and my brother got around, that was kind of, they were, my parents were very busy with four kids. So uh, that, we don't have quite as many like home videos from when we were babies. However, like from, from a pretty young age to like, like even now, my dad used to, with his like old Blackberry, whenever we were like playing and stuff, he would just walk around with, with his camera and just video us. And so we have so many, I think I've talked about this maybe in like photography or something before, but um, we have so many pictures and videos that my dad just took of us like hanging out, of us biking and my, like him walking around like, oh, here we are biking, Tim say hi, and like Tim going by like, hi. And like the really like loud little kid voices which are like, hi, what are you doing? <laughs> and mom home yet? <laughs> and like we have a couple of us playing in the sprinkler outside and like, running around yelling and they're just like really sweet funny ones we have some of like christmas time um unwrapping presents and that kind of thing and they're just like really funny to look back on and i just remember like at the end of every year my dad would upload them from his blackberry to his like computer and has all these folders and it's just really 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 cool the other thing that um we did a couple of times is we made books where you can get them on like shutterstock and stuff like um or shutterstock not photo albums. You can get photos printed into books. Oh. Yeah. So, I don't have them here. Sophia, I'll show you after. But we have a couple of them. We have, they were birthday presents for my brother and I one year. Um, my brother got one of Winters. And it was a bunch of pictures. And there was, it was kind of like a story throughout it. It was like, Aww. we love going skiing. Or like stopping at the gas station to get things. And just like little photos. And it was like this big book. That's really sweet. And then we had another one of me in the summertime. And like, oh, we're on a treasure hunt now. What do we find? Oh, look, like there's candy. And like That's a picture like of all of our cousins. And like, it's just like a book. like Kind of like a picture book that has all of like... Like, that we now always have. Mm -hmm. um, we also have... We made one for my grandparents. And it's funny because it feels so recent that we, like, made these this book for my grandparents. But it was in, like, 2011 or something. And it was wow. pictures... It was, like, fall 2011 or even earlier. I don't really remember. It might have, I think it might have been, like, 2009 or something. And it's just this whole, like, like photo album of us four kids... And I don't know, it's just like really sweet to have these. Um, and the way that we made them, we made them kind of into a story format. It's like, oh, Jack loves doing this. And oh, it's like really, really, really fun. Um, and we have a whole bunch of those. The other thing is just, we'll talk about this, I think, actually in the future episodes, so get excited. But there are some moments that just make me so happy. And I think I kind of copied you in this one, but like um, spending like, quality time with friends doing simple things like mm -hmm. going just going to town and walking around and like simple activities with friends are the ones that stick out in my memory even just and, like sitting on a couch and talking yeah like that and those are the most. things that I remember the most and yeah. I don't know just like I'm always very aware of time during those moments actually because I know that I'll look back and remember them um so I really love those um in terms of, not in terms of memory, but just, like, a nice time thing that I really like is when you have plans for a day that, I would say, plans that you're not necessarily super excited for, but then they get cancelled and all of a sudden you have nothing to do on a day. That's always just a very nice surprise because it's like, I can sit home, I can, like, sleep in, just relax, 
don't have to worry about going anywhere or seeing anyone. And I find that always very exciting. That's true. It's really nice. I um, love when that happens. And then I think the only like other thing is, is I love trying to imagine where all of our friends will be in like 10 years. Like I find that so strange because I, I, I remember know. very specifically like writing down each of because when I was feeling super sentimental about our whole friend group and our squadron and like what's gonna especially I think I think it was around the time where Nora was leaving mm. and um, I was writing like oh my gosh I can't believe that like we've become so close over this year and I was writing down like but I really hope that this group continues after we all go to college and it's like even if it's just once a year where, yeah. we, fi- where we find a time to meet up all of us and we maybe we don't even play Dungeons and Dragons maybe we just kind of hang out but like seeing where each of us is going to be and I had like thoughts I didn't know where you were going to end up but I had like thoughts for I was like how no Hallie's going to be a famous writer and Mary's obviously going to be a cool video game designer and like I didn't know where I was going to end up I didn't know where Ashi was going to end up either I think maybe I said I don't know Nora was some sort of really cool like science person and like I had it I wrote it all down and I was like and we can, and hopefully we'll see, we still find the time, like once a year, to still get together yeah. and be friends and just like catch up about what's been going on in our lives because I think that's kind of the special bond that we've all formed. Which yeah, it's it's nice to think about. Like it's scary to think that we're all going to be going on just such different paths in the future, but also cool. Like we'll mm-hmm. still hopefully have these friendships, and I think that's that's wonderful. Sorry, I totally just interrupted. No, you no, bad. That was all I had. No, and I definitely agree. Like I love. It's very strange because I don't know, and I don't know if, like, I just find that so cool because, like, it's going to be so, I don't know. I have no idea what the future is going to be like, but, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. And what are your anecdotes? Um, I have only a couple. I think most of them are pretty similar to yours, but, like, right now, at 15 years old, it's really exciting to think that I have just, like, so much time ahead of me to do things mm-hmm. and to accomplish my dreams. Like, I'm only in high school, and there is still just a lot of time where I can travel the world and see the and I think that's yeah. that's really exciting. Um, but then this also got me thinking about like once I get a whole lot older and will it also be as exciting to look back to like where yeah. my life started and how it got here and all of the events that have happened in just these so many years, which I think is also an interesting time period of your life to look forward to. Because I think especially as you get older you also have more time to look back yeah. on what happened to you, which I think is really nice. So, I don't know. That's a cool thing. Also, just talking about, like, in general, the time of childhood is really, really interesting because so much development happens from the ages of, like, 2 to 10 between, like, talking and then you learn how to read and you learn how to do math you learn how to make friends. Just so much happens. And your brain develops so much in those, like, 8 years. And even still, like, when as going up into... Um, high school we're still developing a lot yeah um which I think is really cool and yeah I don't know just the way that human beings develop and how it there's so much happens in like just those couple of years and then not a lot happens for for a while yeah it's just kind of static I don't know it's an interesting human it's interesting how human beings work I guess um Besides that, memories are super important. This is, I don't know, I'm sure I've talked about this before, but I keep journals. And I started this around sixth grade. So from sixth grade on, I pretty much have a journal for every school year and a journal for every summer in between. Although I never write as much in my summer journals because I don't know, I don't know why. Um, But I keep, the reason why I keep these is so that I can remember everything that 
is important to me because I mm-hmm. like I'm good at memorizing things. I don't have a very good memory. <laughs> like when people say like, "Oh, do you remember when we went to this?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, definitely. I for sure do." And I clearly it happened because I wrote it down in my journal, but I can't like I don't really remember it, which is why keeping journals for me is is so important. Um, and I also just love reading back through them and realizing, yeah. like, oh my gosh, that was what I thought as a sixth grader, even though also it's sometimes very cringy. Like, ew, why were you writing that? Why did you think that? Why did you say that? Like, ooh, stop it. Um, but it's still just interesting to see how, like, and it's a very unique way, I think, to look at how I've developed, which is also pretty cool. Um, keeping memories is also why I also love to take a lot of videos and pictures. Yeah. And then later make them into iMovies. I haven't told you this, but I did make an iMovie for 10th grade. And it's so long. <laughs> so yeah, very long. Um, it's, it's like 50 minutes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Because, well, most of it is just three-minute videos of us laughing. Like, that's the majority of the iMovie, which is a perfect representation of 10th grade. Um, but, yeah, so that's, that's why I... And especially this year, I've started taking tons of pictures and videos, which I think is really important. You've kind of turned me on to that. Um, other than that, just another sort of like little reflecting on development thing. Um, going back to visit um, old schools, like our middle school and our elementary school, everything looks so small. Yeah. And it just, it kind of like, you, you can reflect on, like, wow, we've, we have grown up a lot since we were students yeah. here, which is really interesting. But yeah, that's all I have with anecdotes. Yeah, well, that was a fun episode. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Got a little existential there, but we reined it in. Well, why don't I... Do you have any last notes? Mm, I don't think so. Neither do I. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Check out our intro music, which is... Inspirational Life. And our outro music... Which blossoming is, inspiration i love this role reversal that we've got going on here yeah i would also highly recommend checking out the person who did our cover art yeah. you can find them on instagram at dino bite that's d-i-n-o dot b-y-t-e are you doing it with your eyes closed is that like a special new thing that we've decided to do for the outro no, no. okay got it um while you're there also check out quotes and our instagram for quotes and anecdotes why is this so disorienting um, Your eyes which, aren't fully yeah. closed. So yes, they just, are. They weren't, so I can just see like the whites every now and then. It was really creepy. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Um, check it out at quotes.and.anecdotes. As we said last week, we always post, at least on the Instagram story. <laughs> I'm not trying. They're fully closed, Bob, and I can't see No, anything. look at me. Look at me. Look. This is what you're doing. So, underneath. <laughs> it's so creepy. <laughs> I am? Yeah. Whoa, it's really bright when you've opened your eyes. Okay, I'm going to stop doing that. Um, yeah, as we said last week, we'll always post on our story when there's a new episode or when there's been a mishap and there's not going to be an episode. Um, also, email us at quotesandanecdotes at gmail.com. What else? Rate, review, subscribe. That's yeah. it. Have a nice July. Yeah. See you we'll in see two you weeks. weeks. Bye-bye. Bye, my friend Sophia. (laughs) Bye, my friend Bronwyn. And cut. Cut.